State Representative Mark Bourne says tougher penalties for repeat drunk drivers will likely be a topic of discussion during the current legislative session. The Beaverdam Republican adds that the matter has routinely come up in past cycles, with legislators signing off on increased penalties, which has led to more people in prisons. Which is, of course, extremely costly to the state, very expensive to incarcerate people, to put people in prison for um, what's really just a drinking problem. But the dangers of it is just too much to not do that. And so we have been part of the reason for our more recent overcrowding in some of our prisons has been those changes to those OWI laws, um, adding you know a lot of people um, to prison at fourth and fifth and sixth and, and, and higher offenses. Bourne says he is still concerned over people that have been charged with seventh or higher OWI offense, signaling that current punishments may not always work. How can you get tougher than putting people in prison? I think it's fourth now that is triggers the felony, and you know that requires a year and a half in prison. And obviously, that didn't stop these folks that because they got a fourth at some point, and then a fifth, and a sixth, and a seventh. In the governor's proposed budget, anyone cited or convicted of drunk driving will be required to have an ignition interlock device installed in their vehicle, even for first offenses. Bourne called that a pretty big jump and adds that there should not be an overreaction. There are certainly people that get a first offense and never ever get close to getting a second offense because it's a very expensive and very dangerous and you know quite a you know life-changing learning experience for them. And I don't want to overreact on that either. Tony Evers' budget is now in the hands of the Joint Finance Committee, which Bourne is co-chair. He says their goal is to have the budget ready by July 1st, which is when the new fiscal year starts. The Beaverdam Police Department is assessing demerit points against a liquor retailer for selling alcohol to a minor after hours. Chief John Kreisinger is assessing 150 demerit points against the ExxonMobil known as Sophia Mart at 1516 North Spring Street. Kreisinger told city officials that an employee of the store sold the alcohol without checking the identification of a teenage patron on January 30th around 10.50 p.m. In the summertime of 2021, police issued demerit points after five sales to minors in a five-week span at the same location. This is not the same owner as before this living owner. In addition to selling alcohol to minors, city ordinance prohibits the sale of alcohol after 9 p.m. When questioned, the owner of the store told the chief that he was under the impression that alcohol sales were allowed until midnight and even pointed to sign posted in the store stating that alcohol could be sold until midnight. Kreisinger issued a warning for selling alcohol outside the time frame permitted by ordinance. I think he was sincere. Um, He understands the point system. At this point, I would not uh, recommend any additional action, but I also told him that's up to this committee to decide if they wanted to take any further action. The city's administrative committee took no action at this week's meeting. Under Beaverdam's demerit point ordinance, establishments that accumulate 200 demerit points in a rolling 18-month period could have their license suspended or revoked. Governor Evers has proposed more than $362 million to support child care programs as part of his state budget. The governor says child care centers are challenged with finding and hiring staff. If we want to have, you know, we, people don't work in child care for free. And that, there's a cost there. The facilities, there's a cost there. So there are all sorts of costs that have to be assumed. 
Republicans on the legislature's budget committee intend to strip the governor's budget down to base, meaning much of what he's proposed will not make it into a final two-year spending plan. A local organization is raising pantry staples and meal ingredients to help feed 100 families for a week. The 5th Annual Playground Movement Food Drive will be taking place on April 30th. Laura Goral with the Beaverdam Playground Movement says the effort began in 2019 with 30 households served. The next year, 45 families were served, 60 in 2021, and last year, 75 families benefited from the food drive. Goral says there are several ways to donate. You can do it financially and then we'll have those people that like to shop go and secure a hundred of the different items on our list. You can email us again at P-L-A-Y-M-O-V-E-B-D, playmovebd at gmail. You can text me at 920-344-5769 or you can also send us a message on the socials. We're both on Facebook and Instagram at Playground Movement BD, playmovebd. Gornell says several area businesses are incentivizing local residents to donate. She says Chippies will hand out a free popcorn blend for those who drop off pancake mix and syrup. And Uga Brewing has a buy one, get one for donations of peanut butter and jelly. Gornell says there are specific dates to keep in mind for those wishing to donate perishable or non-perishable food items. If you do select a perishable item, know that we will be looking for perishables to be dropped off the morning of the event. So on April 30th in the morning, if you have a perishable item, non-perishables, we are asking that they be brought the evening before Saturday, starting at five o'clock. We will have youth from our community there to receive those items. We'll get them all inventoried and staged so that we can put together the items that will be distributed. Goral says the drive through event will take place from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. on April 30th at the Habitat for Humanity Restore, located at 1022 Madison Street in Beaver Dam. Those wishing to benefit from the food drive can fill out an online registration form, with Goral noting that the sign-up period is limited to the first 100 households. She adds that there are no eligibility guidelines. A link to the registration form is available at DailyDodge.com. A local nonprofit recently received a donation to help expand their facility in Beaver Dam. Church Health Services got a $25,000 check from Horicon Bank for expanding and renovating their building located at 115 North Center Street. The organization provides dental, medical, and mental health services to low-income children and adults living in South Central Wisconsin. Community Engagement Director Bev Bealake says the proposed expansion will include a reception and waiting room as well as increase their confidential therapy spaces. What it will involve is connecting the garage that we currently have. We have a six-bay garage. Emptying that out and that will be reconfigured into a conference meeting room and some office space. And the office space will be utilized by some of us who are not counselors and get us out of the second floor of our current clinic. And then those office spaces will be reconfigured so that we'll have more counseling rooms. Beale Lake says by utilizing their space more efficiently, they will be better able to serve their current and future patients. She adds that their mental health clinic has experienced a 52% increase in clients over 2021. Over the last 10 years, Church Health Services has gone from 250 patients to over 5,200. Two programs provided to five and 15 employees up to 31. 
The Better Business Bureau says it's continuing to see a lot of people falling for employment scams. BBB Wisconsin spokesperson Lisa Schiller says these scams continue to hit people ages 18 to 34. Consumers are having their information taken off of different sites, such as Indeed. They're contacted, and then they're offered a um, a job and they're told that they need to give personal information such as a checking account so that they can be paid direct deposit. That information can be used to conduct further scams and scammers also like to pair this with sending bad checks to the victims to get the money that way. Schiller says if you encounter something shady in your job search, report it to the authorities. Officials with Dodge County Public Health encourages the public to get a free radon test kit. They say radon is a gas that you cannot see, smell, or taste. Jessica Maloney is with the Wisconsin Department of Health Services. She urges homeowners to test for radon. It's colorless, odorless, and it's radioactive, and it enters buildings through cracks and foundations, subcrocs, and utility lines. And radon decays pretty quickly and gives off radioactive particles. And it, it causes lung cancer. Dodge County Public Health says that radon is the leading cause of lung cancer in the United States. They note that one out of 10 Wisconsin homes has high radon levels. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.